The following is a presentation of Cruise Addicts. Hi, Cruise Addicts. This is your host, John Shallow. I'm coming to you from aboard the Carnival Magic in Port Canaveral. Carnival Cruise Line and the Canaveral Port Authority hosted a special event earlier today to celebrate the arrival of the Space Coast's newest ship, the 130,000-ton Carnival Magic. The event included a traditional plaque exchange between the Carnival Magic's captain, Antonio Marchetti, and the Canaveral Port Authority officials. The Carnival Magic is the newest Carnival ship to sail from Port Canaveral, joining the Carnival Victory and Carnival Valor on year-round departures, along with Carnival Sunshine, which operates seasonal sailings. Everyone I spoke to is excited that the Carnival Magic offer two distinctly different week-long itineraries from Port Canaveral, a Western Caribbean route featuring Cozumel, Belize, Mahogany Bay, and Costa Maya, and an Eastern Caribbean option calling at St. Thomas, San Juan, Grand Turk, and NASA, or Amber Cove. My first guest is none other than Scott Lair. You may know him as Scott Lair 1961 on Twitter and his many YouTube videos. Hi, Scott. Great to be with you. Scott, we're aboard the Carnival Magic right now, and it's just been put into uh, service in Port Canaveral. What do you think about that? You know, it's really a game changer here for Port Canaveral. As you know, I've been on Carnival Sunshine a couple times. Love the ship. Gotta love Jamie D, the cruise director, who was basically the, the anchor of that ship, and now Carnival Sunshine's gone. But speaking as a, a travel agent and a blogger, I really think the Carnival Magic is going to bring a lot of people here to Port Canaveral, and I'm looking forward to sailing on it myself. Yeah. What's your, what do you think the big highlights of this ship are? Well, you know, we're going to be seeing this uh, barbecue, and, you know, it's going to be interesting how different it is than the barbecue. It used to be, was it Jimmy C's or something? There was nothing to really write home about. The other interesting thing is the barbecue is only going to be open for a few hours on sea days. So I think that really does kind of cut down on it. However, I think, you know, us in the, the travel media, you know, let people know about it, make sure to experience it, and it'll be fun. You know, Scott, this is the first time we've actually met, and it's great to meet you. Thank you. Uh, I've been a big fan of your videos. How did you become a cruise addict? You know, that's an interesting question. I'm a U.S. Navy veteran, and I've always loved being at sea. And so when I became a travel agent about 12 years ago, I would go on cruises, as you know, mostly on Holland America Line. And I would take my little flip cam, which I have in my pocket right now, and I would just do for fun. Hey, Scott Lair, Scott Lair, 1961 on Twitter. I'm board the Carnival on the uh, Holland America Mazdaum. It's the third week of April, 2014. And I would just want to share my passion of cruising to make people jealous. That was the reason I did it. And so my family and friends, and the next thing you know, they would call me. And they said, hey, Scott, can you book us on the Fascination or can you book us on the Sunshine? And that's where I've really seen my travel agent business really grow by sharing that. I have over 400,000 views on YouTube right now, which is a huge honor for me. And as I was telling you before the show here, that uh, you know people come up to me all the time, hey, it's nice to meet you and so forth. But that's how I really got into it, was just sharing my passion of cruising and people have, have liked it. Now, what's your favorite port to cruise out of in Florida? Yeah, you know, that's a hard question to answer. You know, easy on, easy off is the, you know, carnival ships out of Jacksonville. However, you know, we just lost the fascination, which I'm sad because I knew the crew intimately, and now we have carnival elation. So that's easy on, easy off, and it's a lot of fun. But, you know, my second port would have to be Port Canaveral because it's only like two and a half hour drive south from Jacksonville, and the people are nice. You can get on pretty quick as long as you don't have six uh, 12 packs of bottled water, you know. But uh, that's fun. And of course, you know, if you're on the Mazdam out of Fort, um, Fort Lauderdale, uh, 
Port Everglades, it's easy because Mazdam has fewer number of people on the ship, so it's not so crazy. Now, do you have any cruise rituals or anything like that? Yeah, that's an interesting question. My, yeah, I have a cruise drawer at home because I've told my wife, honey, you know, if I get a super secret deal or if somebody, you know, with the cruise lines call me for, you know, I pull that drawer out, boom, I'm gone. And so, I don't know. I mean, the, my wife... You know, we, we've been on over 100 days Holland America line. We're platinum now with Carnival. I think we've got it down pat, like with packing, where she has us packed all ahead of time. And uh, that, that's pretty much it. Do you pack the night before or the week before? Oh, my gosh. My wife packs us, like, the week before. And I do it, like, we have a walk-in closet, which is really nice. And so I have my cruise area where I have my cruise shirts, a couple that look like cruise guy. And uh, it's just a lot of fun. So now what's in your cruise drawer? You mentioned the cruise drawer. The cruise drawer is... You know, extra underwear, extra socks, extra to extra toiletries, so that, you know, when I pull that drawer out, I don't need to worry about getting my shaving cream or my razor or my underarm deodorant. You know, it is all right in there. Boom, done. I'm on the ship. That's like your go bag. Your, you exactly. Know. Go bag. Exactly. You know, like, uh, what's his name with uh, Jim Cantori with the Weather Channel? There's a YouTube video on him where he has a bag, so in case there's a disaster, he picks that bag and runs out the door. Okay. Now, one final question. Sure. If you had one tip for new cruise addicts or just old cruise addicts, that, uh, what would it be? Well, actually, I have three top ones. The number one is pack light. You know, there's not the fashion police on board saying, oh, my gosh, Susie wore that skirt yesterday. You know, so pack light. Number two, go relaxed. You know, I remember this one cruise director, Jason Venner, on, uh, he was on Holland America. I think he was on Eurodam. And we're in the main, uh, the main showroom the first night, and he goes, it constantly amazes me how so many people travel thousands of miles just to complain in a different place. Go, and I about fell out of my chair, and Ethel Myrtle and Gertrude in the front row were like, are they talking about us? But so many people come on board, and they get so hyper, they get so upset. Just come on board, relax, have fun, and try to take it with ease. And the number three thing is, if you're a parent, don't take a vacation from being a parent. Don't let Timmy run down the long halls. Don't let Suzanne, you know, cut in line of people in the Lido deck. Tell your kids up front, A, what you expect. We want you to be at dinner, treat the crew, and treat other passengers with respect, and don't run down the halls, and don't be hogging the hot tub, because that makes adults our age, like, you know, where's the kid? You know, where's the parent of the kid? He's Scott Lehrer, and uh, we appreciate your time so much, Scott. Thank you. Appreciate you, and love your website, and keep doing what you're doing, man. It's great. Today also marks the official grand opening of Guy's Pig and Acre Barbecue and Smokehouse aboard of Carnival Magic. Before coming to Port Canaveral, the Carnival Magic underwent an extensive multi-million dollar dry dock that added a variety of exciting dining and bar venues. This included Guy's Pig and Anchor Barbecue and Smokehouse. The casual open-air smokehouse is located on the Carnival Magic's lanai on the promenade deck. It's open from noon to 2.30 p.m. on sea days and is free of charge. You can look forward to smokehouse favorites like pulled championship port buck, dry rubbed and grilled blue ribbon chicken, smoked andouille sausage, and sliced smoke round of beef. Don't forget the sides, which include Guy's own take on traditional side dishes like Mac Daddy mac and cheese, old school potato salad, scratch made coleslaw, and collard greens with smoked turkey. And don't forget the beans, which are molasses baked beans with bacon and burnt ends.
Later in the day, I was honored to sit down with none other than travel writer Chris Owen, Scott Lara, and Sherry Laskin-Kennedy of CruiseMaven.com. Okay. Sherry, what do you think of the food today? You know, it's funny. I, I'm pretty much vegetarian most of the time. Yeah, but when I see that brisket and it doesn't look like meat, and I see some barbecue sauce off to the side, I tried the brisket and it was like butter. It was really, really good. Macaroni and cheese was good. It was a little Velveeta-y, but it was very good if you like that. Um, coleslaw was terrific. Um, I don't want to hog anybody else's um, comments, so I thought it was really good. And it's, it's, it smells wonderful, and you know I love the Guy Fieri bar barbecue sauces, Fieri barbecue sauces. So put that on a stick, and it would taste good. So now, what was your favorite? If, if you had to pick one item that was your favorite, and even the sauce, what oh, was um, probably um, hmm, uh, I liked the baked beans. The baked beans were good. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Sherry. <laughs> and we we'll move on to Scott. Scott, what do you think? You know, I thought that the barbecue was incredible. I really enjoyed it. I had the brown sugar, you know, kind of sweet sauce. And I thought the brisket on a scale of 1 to 10 was an 11. I really thought it was just like Sherry was saying. I mean, you cut that just like you didn't even a knife. And so I'm very impressed with it. And it is different than the, what was it, Charlie's Barbecue or whatever the one was previously. Fat Jimmy's or something? Yeah, Fat Jimmy's. And as I said, you know, the only thing that troubles me is that it's only open on sea days and for a limited amount of time. I think it needs to be out there more often so more people can experience it. Okay, thanks, Scott. Chris, what do you think? Well, that's what Scott just said I think is real true. I think they're going to have to do it more than just on sea days because it's really good. Um, I liked everything. Pretty much. Um, uh, I thought the pulled pork was especially good. The brisket, I agree, was very good. Um, as far as barbecue goes, I'm originally from Kansas where uh, barbecue originated and the absolute barbecue capital of the world regardless of what Atlanta and other places and yeah, those people don't know what they're talking about. This is, no, it was really good. I, I, I liked it a lot. If I had to pick one item that I thought was the best, mm, I'd have to say the pulled pork I can't because the sausage was also good one of them was really spicy uh -huh. but but really good uh, um, I, I didn't try the sauces I didn't see the sauces oh, they were they were on the behind that um, seven foot long um, pulled pork submarine oh, so sandwich everybody look behind the seven foot long pulled pork sandwich for the <laughs> sauces because those are really good what do you think of having the ship here at Port Canaveral well I live in its backyard so to have the magic here is just it's wonderful it's exciting to have more large ships here and more newer ships here and going to more itineraries so it's it's a great it's a win-win for everybody especially Brevard County. You know what's exciting I thought was uh, one thing I'm excited about is the Carnival Magic's Eastern Caribbean itinerary. It's going to feature one of my favorite ports Grand Turk and also a brand new port Amber Cove. And Chris I know you've been there what do you think about that? Well, I was there before it was open, and they were just building it, but boy, it's pretty. The Dominican Republic's just a real pretty place anyway, and uh, the people there, the Dominican Republic people, are just very warm and friendly folks. Uh, they have tours that go into the city that, uh, it's kind of like uh, Amber Cove is the gateway to the D Dominican Republic for uh, the ships that stop there, and there's a lot, there's a lot to be seen beyond Amber Cove. But the facility there is especially nice, and what I thought was especially good was they have a special, especially, 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 wonderfully special place for the crew members. It's a, it's a, it's a building just for crew. That's really special. It is, don't you think so? Yes. What do you think, Sherry? Is that I think a special? That's especially thing? wonderful. I think it's especially <laughs> special. How about you, Scott? Well, I tell you, I was uh, in Amber Cove with my wife Marty uh, two months ago, and it is a special place because. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> I do. Be firsthand because we got there and just right off to the right, you have the swimming pools. You, and as Doug Parker of Cruise Radio said, there's a swim up bar. And so that is a, of course, yeah. So the swim up bar there and you have the zip line. So you're sitting there by the pool and these people are zipping down the, the way there. I had some friends of mine that actually uh, left Amber Cove and went over to swim with the dolphins, which was a very nice, eh, costly experience, but they had a lot of fun with that. But Amber Cove, I tell you, it really mixes it up because, you know, sailing from Jacksonville most of the time, you know, a Carnival Fascination and then Elation. Freeport, Nassau, Freeport, Nassau, enough. I mean, Amber Cove is a game changer for Carnival, and I think they've done a great job with it. And like I said earlier, one word, or actually two, Grand Turk. What do you think of that? I love Grand Turk. You know, it's a little, it's, it's a funny little place to go to, but, you know, you just make your way off to the left and head down to Jack Shack if you want, right? We all go there. That is my favorite. I mean, get the crack conk. It's awesome. Crack what? Crack conk. Oh. <laughs> crack conk. Is that a drug thing? Uh, that, do, you, do you eat it? No, no, it's that? really good. Okay. It's really good. Oh, that sounds good. And you're talking about Grand Turk. I just like to impress my friends by telling them, I'm going to the Turks and Calicos Islands. And that usually turns out. I, 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 remember the, I remember going to Grand Turk. I haven't been there in a while, but nice place. Yeah. And uh, Scott, what do you think of Grand Turk? I love Grand Turk. I mean, I was on a Holland America ship one time, and I'm a U.S. Navy veteran, and we were coming in there. Oh, the winds are too high, the reef, I'm alone, I'm afraid. And I said, hey, give me the ship. I'll take us in. I'll pilot us in. But, you know, when you don't get to go there, it kind of breaks your heart. But I've been to Grand Turk many times, and that's exactly right. You come off, hang a left, there's Margaritaville, get to relax, have fun, and you can't be in Grand Turk. It's really a great place. That's going to do it for this episode of the Cruise X Talk Show. I'd like to thank my guests, Cheryl Laskin Kennedy, Chris Owen, and Scott Lair for being on the show today. And I'd also like to thank Carnival Cruise Line for having us on board. In the meantime, please be safe and happy cruising.